Greetings colleagues and friends, Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. Here today to talk about some real stuff with y'all. I just got out of a consultation group with my EMDR moms and one of my consultees said to me something pretty gold, pretty golden that I wanted to bring uh, and talk about with all of you. Um, you know, she said to me, she said, Cambria, you're just like you're on your podcast and you're making all this content and you're putting out these programs and like it's so relieving to hear you say that you're also suffering through this and I had this moment of realizing have I not shared like have I not been more you know could I, could I be more transparent about how I've been experiencing the last two years like Am I just showing up shiny? And I had to kind of check myself a little bit. Um, and we talked in the consultation group about how every therapist in there doesn't want to be a therapist right now, myself included. How we're feeling dread to come to work. How we're feeling dread when new clients contact us. How we're feeling so dark and miserable and not taken care of and not resourced and just all the things that therapists are saying. And as EMDR therapists, as trauma therapists, we feel it deeply. We feel it so deeply because we don't have a lot of clients coming in and, you know, talking about how they're upset about, you know, their shirt uh, being the wrong color or whatever, <laughs> whatever like lighter therapy sounds like. We don't have those kinds of clients. And it was a really, really beautiful conversation. And I, I wanted to bring it to the podcast because a lot of us are in this place. Um, you know, aside from this consultation group with EMDR Moms, I have this program that I run called the Consultation Program. And in this program, we have clinical consultation, we have practice building, we have community. Uh, and I offer one-on-one -on -one, uh, check-ins with people. And in probably 80% of my check-ins with this cohort that I have now, people are saying to me things like, yeah, I'm doing the intensives. I'm working smarter, not harder. And I'm offering this high-value service, making more money, working less, and I'm still getting vicarious trauma. I'm still getting just dark content. And I don't know how to self-care myself through this. Like, is that even a, is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> right? like, like, be straight with me. And I'm listening to them, and I'm like, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. You know, back in 2018, I moved to the intensive model because I had my babies. My, my twins were not even two. And the weekly session model just was not going to work for me not with twins. And shifting my practice into an intensive model had immediate benefits, right? My clients got better faster. I could charge more money for these customized programs. I felt enlivened as a clinician that I could help people more efficiently. I got to be with my kids more. I had more flexibility. Like it was amazing. And then COVID happened. And we pivoted. We pivoted to virtual, virtual, even virtual intensive work. And 
what's become so clear is that even the intensive model doesn't feel good right now. And y'all, I'm being honest with you because I, I have an intensive kit that I sell for people who want to do intensives. So I'm, I'm getting real with you. Like, even the intensive model right now does not feel good, right? And I want to be honest about how I'm feeling, how other therapists are feeling, because I think a lot of us are getting these messages that feel overwhelming. I think they have a positive intention, but they feel so overwhelming, like I'm being told to like go to the next level and scale up and level up and thrive and be my best self and be bold and be, and I'm just sitting here like, I'm just trying to be a functional person. We're all, we're all in two years of trauma with COVID. Like, can everyone just read the room? So I'm coming on here today because I don't want to be part of any toxic positivity and I don't want to be part of any pressure to be more or do more or like, like all of that feels terrible to me. And I left my consultation group this morning with all of us feeling really nourished by each other. We felt less lonely. We felt more normalized that we're not loving work right now, that we're even thinking about what, what other jobs can therapists do, right? Some people in the group were just like not even wanting to be a therapist anymore. And we're seeing this in healthcare. We're seeing this with nurses. We're seeing this with doctors. And if you're a healthcare worker in COVID, you're not okay right now. You're not okay right now. And you don't have space to be more or be better. So if I'm, if I'm just one voice saying that, I hope this is landing on your heart and giving you something that you need. Because I, I never want to, I never want to make anyone feel bad about not being enough, right? A lot of us as therapists have experienced that before, and I never want to recreate that for anybody. So I hope, I hope that makes sense. And I also want to share, you know, as I have moved to this intensive model in 2018, been teaching other people how to do it, I myself have intentionally during COVID been doing something that I call business practice design self-care. And for me, what that has looked like has been this value system of like my self-care right now isn't going to come from gardening or like, you know, listening to music or going to yoga. Like I need a profoundly deeper level of self-care than that, that has to actually penetrate all the way into my business, all the way into my practice design, because I'm not going to compartmentalize a bunch of trauma for the next however long. Like, that's not sustainable. So I have intentionally been thinking in the last 18 months, how can I create passive income? How can I move into a teaching role? How can I see less clients? And a lot of therapists are asking themselves this question right now, right? And and I want to talk about how that feels. You know, it's scary. I uh, I put on my website, I guess it was, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I said, I'm not taking clients till fall of 2022. Now, yes, I have a wait list. <laughs> and yes, people still contact me for intensive work. And 
my wait list does not go until September of 2022. I just knew I could not take on one more client. I just knew cognitively, emotionally, I could not do it or I was going to run away from everything. And I, I put that up there. I made that boundary because what had been happening before was I had been raising my rate. $6.50 an hour, $7.50 an hour. People were still coming. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that price was not a barrier in the way I wanted it to be. So finally, I just did it. I was brave and I said, no clients till the fall of 2022. And something interesting happened after that. Not only was that boundary set, but I had four clients who are regular intensive clients, right? They work with me intensively uh, every month for longer sessions. Tell me they're going to take a pause. And I watched four intensive clients, right? High value clients go away. And I did the math for the month and then I freaked out. I freaked out and I started to cry. And my husband walked in and he said, what's going on? I said, I'm, I'm having a freak out moment. I, I did this thing. I didn't want to have any more clients. Like that part of me needed to be honored and recognized. And then I got my wish. And now I'm scared. Now I'm scared because what if these other things I wanted to do don't work? And then he, you know, logically was like, well, they have worked. <laughs> Right? They have worked. I mean, you know, last year, right, multiple six-figure income for passive income and teaching. And I said, I understand. And right now I'm scared. And I want to share this with you because I want you to know that if you're going to make changes, if you're, if you're going to get what you want, <laughs> you're going to freak yourself out. And I think being around people who are also taking steps to get what they want, who are also in the value system of like, oh, my self-care is going to be profoundly like rooted in my business design, not just in my hobbies. You're going to be freaked out. And that's just part of it. And you're going to cry. You're going to cry. And that's normal too. That's all normal too. You know, I'm sitting here with this Adam Grant quote in front of me because y'all know I love Adam. I don't know him personally, but I read his stuff every day on Instagram. And he had this, this post uh, recently that really spoke to me and spoke to where I am right now. It spoke to where I think a lot of therapists are right now. I'll read it to you. He said, burnout is being overwhelmed by work. Bore out is being underwhelmed by work. Having too much responsibility is exhausting. And having too little is deflating. Idle time and pointless tasks undermine energy. And here's the gold. Motivation depends on balancing what's meaningful with what's manageable. Oh, Adam Grant, you give me chills. Motivation depends on balancing what's meaningful with what's manageable. It feels weird when you are going 100 miles an hour with too many clients and you put the brakes on, there is whiplash. It can look like a freak out. 
it can look like crying, right? I, I had this, this whiplash when I moved from this weekly model to intensives, and I'm having it now. I'm having it now saying no to intensive clients and referring them all out to people I've trained. Because I just know I need a beat. I need a minute. I need however many months to just have some space where vicarious trauma does not exist on my computer screen. Maybe this resonates with where you are. Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you've already passed it into some other phase I haven't been in yet, right? But hopefully this is resonating either with you or with someone that you love and care about who's a therapist. And I think what's so hard is that, and people don't talk about this, when we, when we move out of burnout, right, there's this space, this fear of bore out, right? It's not just financial fear of like, oh, God, the numbers aren't going to add up. But there's this space of like, what am I responsible for now, right? How do I how do I know that my motivation depends on balancing what's meaningful with what's manageable? When When client work becomes unmanageable, how do I still create meaning and income and a life that feels exciting or interesting so I don't have bore out, right? So conversations like these are happening all over. They're happening internally for people. They're happening in consultation groups for people. And they're absolutely happening in the Zero Disturbance Consultation Program. If you are somebody who is burnt out and also worried about bore out, worried about financial scarcity, I want you to know that you're not alone. If you are somebody who thrives having a lot of responsibility and your motivation is tied to meaningful work, I want you to know I see you and I get you. And if you're somebody who is curious, not about being more or being better or being bolder or stronger or leveling or whatever the, the words are out there. If, if you're somebody who's interested in being curious about what zero disturbance might look like for you in 2022, where you have a quiet body, calm mind, as best we can in a trauma, in a pandemic, if you're curious about what that might look like for you and you want to do that with people who have that same value system, I would invite you to reach out and join us in the consultation program. So with all of that being said, I'm rooting for your safety. I'm rooting for your health. I am rooting for your... <laughs> balancing act, right, between what's meaningful and what's manageable. And in the meantime, until we're together again, I'm rooting for your success. <laughs>